0: lights and
1: you're listening to PS tape recorder hello there i'm pf this is my tape recorder coming up it's our old friend pat francis
0: do you know who eddie trunk is okay he's a he's a, he's pretty famous D- dj in uh from out of new york he uh he leans towards the hard rock and heavy metal sound only He blocked me on Twitter uh, last week because he was saying, why are bands releasing new music right now?
1: Pat Francis, of course, hosted the Rock Solid podcast. And, uh, well, there's going to be no dumb bit this week because we talked for almost 40 minutes. Uh, This was just supposed to be kind of an experiment uh, slash guest appearance because I wanted to test uh, Skype recording. Uh, apparently, you can do that for free now with Skype. Uh, there's an unintentional plug. But I needed to do that for the other show I produced, the Cincy Shirts podcast, because, of course, with the uh, COVID-19 situation going on, we can't really do in-studio interviews anymore. So uh, it was task- I was tasked with finding out uh, how the Skype recording would work, and it worked pretty well, as you'll see with our friend Pat. So, uh, yeah, no dumb bit. Uh, song of the week coming up from the Strokes. Uh, we have a special playout song uh, out of the interview, which will become self explanatory, but uh, here now is our friend Pat Francis. guests right now so we're going okay. to people in oh in fact i need to ask you a question when we stop recording i need some contact information for uh, a friend of yours who is from cincinnati
0: okay cool cool
1: all right awesome so um how's the how's the lockdown going there in southern california
0: um are we recording right now yeah yeah oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh the lockdown is uh is um I mean, going fine. I mean, Pilar and I usually work from the house anyway. Uh, both of the kids are home from school. Uh huh. Ezra is deep into finishing college courses, and Rita, uh, this was actually her spring break right now, so we're not um, we're not having her do any schoolwork yet because this was going to be her free time anyway. So Monday she'll get back to it. But, I mean, so far, so good. We haven't been going anywhere other than walking the neighborhood. And um, we've had food delivered from – not takeout food. I mean, like, groceries delivered via Instacart and Target. Just essentials, nothing crazy. We're not hoarding anything. Uh, We seem to have enough stuff for now. So, you know, other than it just being strange – we're, we're, we're getting through. I don't think anyone's stir crazy yet. So all is good. How about you?
1: It's, uh, we're, I think we're in the same situation in Ohio here where, um, only essential things are open like grocery stores and things like that. Um, so I went to the grocery store this morning. Um, I went out yesterday with Liza because she wanted to get, uh, Chick-fil-A for lunch and she needs to drive because she, that needs to practice driving. So we need to get that sorted. So we kind of killed two birds there and we drove over, got Chick-fil-A from the drive through for her and her mom. Um, I wasn't keen. I thought I'd save us some money and we drove back and that's it. And I went to the grocery store this morning and it wasn't too crazy. They're, they're still out of a lot of stuff. Um, TP is the one thing, obviously pasta, another thing they're out of yeah. uh, produce overflowing. Meat is in good stock, dairy all in good stock. So I think people have stopped hoarding here. And have stopped panicking. But uh, man, this situation has shown how stupid people are uh, in so many ways. <laughs> I don't.
0: Absolutely. I, and now you're, you're okay with getting food, um, like, t- you know, driving through and get, getting. Yeah. Food?
1: Yeah. I take some hand sanitizer. They've got the Purell wipes, not only at, when you pick up the cart at Kroger, but also throughout the store. So I was periodically stopping and wiping down the cart and wiping my hands and stuff like that. So.
0: I guess I was referring to the Chick-fil-A or those employees wearing uh, yeah. gloves. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I work for a a fast food company
1: here in uh one of my many eight jobs that I have. Well, now I'm down to two. But um huh. yeah, it's it's a mandatory thing they have to wear gloves. Uh we posted pictures of the employees handing food out of the and things like that. So yeah. So we're not, you know, super concerned. What my wife's uncle posted something on Facebook today. You know, he's a lovely guy, Star Trek fan, love him. But, you know, he's old and conservative, too, and he posted this thing about how, well, people aren't seeing how the people are recovering. And what people don't understand and what um, my wife and I discussed this this morning, as a matter of fact, we had the same thought and independently expressed it to each other. The media isn't doing a super good job of this. Yeah, about half of us might get this is what they're saying in Ohio. And yeah, most yeah. people will not even need to you know go to the hospital or even go to the doctor you can just it'll be like the flu you can just knock it out on its own the problem is is that enough people will get it and get sick enough to need to be hospitalized that it's going to overwhelm the system like it's doing in new york right now and that's what yeah. the problem is which nobody that's
0: understands the because then yeah. if there's people that are in dire need of a ventilator there's yeah. just not enough to go around what i don't understand is um you know during wartime ford motor company built like eighty-five thousand planes yeah they can they can't build ventilators like on a daily basis. I mean, come on. I guess Tesla is trying to
1: get that sorted. What, what's
0: the sort out? Start doing it.
1: I know. Just, just build them. And like I Trump mean, doesn't want to make them do it, but then it's like, well, you, you might have to.
0: <laughs> what do you mean? He'll sign an executive order for anything. Just Oh, I know. <laughs> this, is right. life, this, is, this is kind of life saving. It's not uh, a tariff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, no uh, one. No one's ever done anything like this before and if you if you don't believe uh me, just ask him
0: <laughs> <laughs> if um the thing that I don't know that he understands is when he keeps saying fifteen days, you know everyone's fifteen days is different if yes. i let's say let, let's say <laughs> let's say I went and played uh, uh touch football with my buddies today, mm-hmm. well then my fifteen days starts all over today, yeah. You know, once you're in contact with a big group of people, then your 15 days starts all over. So, um, and the only place that I've gone in the past 10 days is I did need to go to the post office to mail rock solid prizes and some stuff Um, that sold on eBay. But uh I mean, I didn't touch anything. I didn't set my phone down on the counter. There were, there was no one in there, but me and the workers. So, I mean, and I got in and out of there very quickly. But again, you know, it's not airborne, but I mean, I've been super cautious.
1: I was sick right before all this, and uh, so I was kind of worried about that. And, and Liza was too, but we both came through it, so it wasn't it wasn't the corona. But I worked at a huge event for the t-shirt company about, let me see, when, it was the end of February. It was a Bach fest, mm-hmm. and that was crazy crowded. And one of the owners got sick, but then it wasn't corona either. It was just normal sickness. And uh, then it turns out the person I worked with, her school, uh, she's a teacher. The principal uh, is diagnosed with it and is in the hospital. So she's wow. freaking out. And I said, well, you're almost at the 15-day mark, so you're probably going to be fine.
0: <laughs> but, the uh, Here's the thing, though. Like we, we – two of us in the house, me and Rita, we had really bad flu like over Christmas uh-huh. for, for a long time. So – like you just said, you were sick, but it wasn't corona. Maybe it was. You know no. what I mean?
1: Oh yeah, that's true. Although it wasn't this. I didn't have a fever. I don't think. Yeah, we both. Oh, well, had that. a cough. Oh wow, you might be onto something here. I yeah, didn't.
0: I, I mean, I, I had a, I had a fever at that time, and so did Rita. And um, oh. I, I had chills and night sweats and a cough, and so did Rita. I mean, but I mean. There was there was n- there was nothing in panic mode. Like at that time, if yeah, 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 it been all over the place. That's why when everyone keeps saying, "What about H one N one?" I got to be honest with you, I, I don't remember hearing anything about it, and I certainly know we weren't quarantined.
1: Yeah, well, I heard a little bit about it, but yeah, we plus it was still a flu, and we know what the flu is. That's the, the other thing people don't understand.
0: Right. Exactly. So I We're, mean, it,
1: yeah. So.
0: I mean, my it, yeah, my my only concern is if. Uh, like last week, I felt like and it was obviously just maybe some anxiety, which I which I would have told you that I don't suffer from at all. But I was feeling like I was having trouble breathing. And I think that's, <laughs> that and that was just all in my head. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, is this is this shortness of breath? And I look up shortness of breath. and says, oh, tightening, little tightening in the chest. I go, oh, I think my chest feels a little tight. You know, it's all that stuff that starts to play in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. games. Yeah, but that's um, fine. I I don't have I
1: have a little anxiety. Patty has it a little more. My friend who's was who's, whose principal got it has it kind of bad, so I'm worried about her. But and then uh, Hannah is up in Cleveland by herself. Of mm. uh, course, she's working at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And we were like, well, maybe you should come home. And she's like, well, I'm probably the safer sitting here by myself than I am traveling across the state back to Cincinnati. So
0: so no one's is she is she still at the rock and roll hall of fame
1: well yes yeah, she's working from home they're letting okay. her work from home a uh, half her job is supposed to be as they say on stage out on the floor of the museum but the museum's mm-hmm. closed so she's doing other stuff uh the other part of her job that she's allowed to do uh, uh uh backstage i guess you call it and then she has another gig with a friend of the t-shirt company does events and sells t-shirts and even though she's not doing events obviously because of this she's her online business is still going so um hannah's doing the uh social media for that so she's able to make ends meet and stuff and um she can't even visit my mom my mom had a bunch of stuff for her she goes send her send her over here i've got some groceries for her and some toilet paper and we're all like that's probably not a great idea and then my mom's like oh that you're probably right (laughs) so
0: yeah sorry mom
1: yeah
0: i think one of the i think one of the positive things that's going to come out of this in the end is um I think companies are going to realize that a lot of their employees can do their jobs from home, yeah. do it successfully, do it probably um, probably quicker because I think when you're in an office, you waste a lot of time during the day. You know, but I think if you're at home, you might just get your work done so that the rest of the day is yours. It'll yeah. also it'll also lower the uh, carbon footprint because you won't have all these cars on the road to and from work all the time. Well, it's
1: funny you say that, because I don't think they do this out in California, but um, any of the stores they know, but Kroger has a a fuel program where the money you spend goes to knocking a couple of cents a gallon off of your gallon of gas, and you can get a buck again. Okay, so, and I was like, oh, gas is $1.69 right now. We've spent a lot of money on groceries in the past couple of weeks because you know we haven't gone out to eat obviously, right and I thought, boy, it'd be great, to – and I, I still have three quarters of the tank left in my car. I haven't gone anywhere there's no there's no reason to fill my tank
0: so yep, we haven't driven anywhere and we've had yeah. a lot of rain we've had a lot of rain recently, which is rare I in see. California um and normally, I like the rain if we weren't sequestered in the house. I know that sounds weird because when it rains, you stay in the house, but yeah. it's just kind of like. It just kind of feels like we can't even get out and walk the neighborhood if it's raining. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, the girls went uh, out yeah. and they had to take an umbrella because my wife wanted to get her steps in. And, you know, I'm told – I was told a long time ago uh, by Mr. Albert Hammond that it, it never rains in Southern California. So I'm, I'm surprised
0: <laughs> well, it's it's starting to a little bit, but we need – I'll, I'll sound like an old man, but we need it. We need yeah, the rain. I'm,
1: yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Um,
0: um, no, when I, when I I take uh, when I take my daughter to high school, her high school is 16 miles away from the house. So I'm driving sixty four miles a day there and back there and back, and I haven't been doing that at all oh, yeah you know what I mean? so anyway
1: I've been keeping up with the news out there because um on pluto t v which i love they have oh, the my CBS God, news- my c b s news channel
0: yeah my well my uh i just want to give a, a shout out to my my former roommate from uh chicago john bongiorno he uh he works for pluto t v Oh. And uh, he has a really good job at Pluto TV, and he turned me on to it. And that is an incredible app. Like if you're on the road and you can't find anything to watch in your hotel or anything, there's tons of stuff on that Pluto app. Yeah. The the only
1: um, thing that is bad about – there's two things. Uh, one is nitpicky. You can't rewind or pause anything, but that's how deal. feel. Uh, a lot of the channels seem to only have a limited number of episodes. It's kind of like MeTV. TV. So like for Mystery Science, they've only got like I don't know, ten or fifteen, maybe twenty. Although I think they've added some recently. And um, I think they have all of Crime Story, which is one of my favorite shows from the '80s. Oh, the other cool. ones I notice, I see the same ones over and over again of some of them. Like Storage Wars, I'm hooked on Storage Wars, I'm going back and watching all those. But they only have a, like a couple of seasons of it, and there's like 12 seasons of it. So it's it's hard to find one I haven't seen. But yeah, I love Pluto. I was gonna try and get them to sponsor the podcast. Um, because I think they're of a uh, of, of like, and I got so many people turned onto it too.
0: Yeah, me too. And um, it's so funny when you like try to tell someone about something, and they're like, "Oh, I got so many apps on my phone." I'm like, "Seriously, just check it out. If you don't like it, then delete it. It's not yeah. a big deal." Oh yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, they show some they show Bond movies on that thing. Yeah,
1: well, Bond channel. Yeah, I've been
0: enjoying yeah. that. Um, the and the CBS
1: News has the national feed, and it has a New York and a Los Angeles feed. And I I watch the Los Angeles feed a lot. So. Uh, I, I dig that because when you were talking about the car going back and forth, I should look this up before we started this. I was curious to see how long it would have taken me today to get from Anaheim, where we were staying, to Studio City. It took us an hour and 20 minutes um, when I came to, to do the show, and uh, I have a feeling it would probably take a lot less time today.
0: <laughs> well, I can tell you uh, a week and a half ago when I drove to LAX from my home at night you know, at uh, 930 at night to pick my, uh, my oldest up at the airport. It would normally take at that time with traffic and everything. I mean, traffic at 930 at night is still happening out here. Oh yeah. Yep. It would take me about an hour and 10 minutes to get down there. Just one way. Um, that night I got down in a half hour and back in a half hour. Wow. It was crazy. It was crazy good.
1: Yeah. And, uh, I forgot I was gonna say about the the traffic. Oh yeah, they were showing the pictures uh, in the L.A. Times of what it looked like and like the Grove empty, um, Sixth Street empty, uh, the freeway, a couple cars on it. It's just nuts.
0: Well, I um, yeah, it's 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 crazy. Uh, what else have we been doing? I like that some of the um, the movie studios are releasing uh, you know some movies to video on demand. We watch. Oh, yeah, 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 you're a big movie watch. nut. Yeah, we watched the Pixar uh, Onward uh, the other night as a family. We all dug it. That was fun. Uh, You know, when your kids are 16 and 19, getting them to sit down sometimes to watch a a family movie, it doesn't always happen. But.
1: well, we watch a lot of shows and we watch a lot of music videos and concerts on, on YouTube. We watch a lot of uh, we'll try to find our favorite like Vampire Weekend or Killers. We'll find concerts they've done in the past couple of years. And uh, the four of us or now the three of us. Uh, will watch those or Hannah's home. It'll be the four of us um, watch those. So, yeah, we um we managed to do that as well.
0: Yeah. And I, I mean, I've been trying to uh, I've been posting a lot, a lot more videos. I brought my all my podcast uh, set up to the house so I've been um, I've been dropping bonus episodes. Uh, well, I'm going to be dry. I dropped one this week. I'm going to drop one. I try to drop one every Monday. Normally my show goes up Thursday, so normal episodes will still happen on Thursday. But I'm dropping uh, bonus episodes on Monday.
1: How many do you have backed up, like in the can?
0: Uh, oh, you mean like if I just stopped recording for a while? I, I, just I have like episodes. Probably eight or ten.
1: Okay. Yeah, because I know you like to record in person, where um, I've only done like maybe five or six, out of the 450 episodes I've done, I've only, I think, done two or three with the person actually in the room. So this still works for me. The only problem, like I explained to you the, uh, yesterday when we set this up, was since no comedians are performing, there's no yeah. reason for them to talk to me for the two newspapers I write for, and I reached out to one, uh, the show is still on in Minneapolis, and but this comedian who's been on the show before... Uh, and is great just won't answer me i have a suspicion maybe that this person's assistant used to answer the email and that email is no longer good but it's still uh. not bouncing back to me. i don't know so i got to figure something out for that i was thinking of maybe doing my um that idea i had i think i might have to even talk to you about this when i did the omd episode was uh my third favorite band in which i will go through and try to determine what my third favorite band is and <laughs> play a couple of games from each and so i don't know off to see
0: well, like, uh, for example, uh, th- this coming Monday, and I'm going to record that uh, later. I'm going to record this episode later today. I asked my listeners to yeah, I missed her, that. Yeah, to, to pick their favorite Rolling Stones song and then record an audio clip introducing the song. And uh-huh. man, this is I think this is going to be a really great episode because everyone's audio clip is stellar. The songs are great and uh I actually got um all my all my rotating co-hosts and David Wild and alexi Lawless all oh wow, these, all these people did it, so because i I can't sit here and just play music myself p f yeah. and and talk I mean I don't even want to hear that i mean <laughs> and I like me but um so but this really feels like uh this really feels like like I'm not by myself, you know what I mean yeah, yeah, and then the episode that I dropped. Uh, this past Monday as a bonus Was called Cooped Up and Crazy And I had the fans Or the listeners pick the songs And then um, Pilar and Ezra and Rita Rotated in uh, Throughout that episode to help me co-host So um, yeah I'm still You know I'm still uh, Able to uh, able to record new episodes uh, So um, you know we'll, we'll see how it goes It should be fine
1: Yeah I pay attention to Twitter more Because I keep seeing these after the fact i'm like
0: oh <laughs> like, yeah i've been trying to it's funny at first i put it out to patreon people only and then then the then everyone who got the episodes like hey how come i couldn't do this i'm like it's for the patreon and then people are like well maybe we'd like to do it too and i'm thinking maybe you pay two bucks um but <laughs> but i was like so i put it out to everyone this time i put it on facebook yeah twitter yeah. and the patreon so and because of my that.
1: jobs i'm on those platforms all the time and i still i was still too late for it so i well at the end of this interview instead of the normal uh um, music i play out of an interview i will play my favorite rolling stone song oh and, great appropriately yeah and then we'll people will find out what uh, and people might already know that i don't know but anyway and i found i have a little clue i found out from the rolling stone episode you did with um uh, uh it wasn't uh, schmidt um
0: yeah, Funny. Mike Siegel.
1: Siegel. God, I can't remember his name. Um, yeah, Mike Siegel. The, the uh, album that it comes from was one that was – it's one. It's probably my favorite Rolling Stones album – was actually a bunch of old tracks, basically, that they'd had lying around for years.
0: <laughs> oh, I know that. I know the album.
1: You know the album, yeah. So, And uh, I love that album. It's uh, a
0: great album, and it's uh, – yeah, it's unbelievable that, like, outtakes and stuff that were – not throwaways, but just stuff they hadn't used yet. yeah. Came together cool. to form such a uh, such an amazing collection. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say what it is. I'll let you do that later. Right. But I guess um, a lot
1: of Beach Boys did that a lot, and even uh, OMD did that when they came when they first came back. The first album back uh, at the, the two of them, they had a lot of uh, spare parts lying around. So for the History of Modern album, they put together a bunch of uh, old stuff they had, and then the album the two albums after that are all brand new. But um, so I guess uh, don't throw anything away, guys. If you're an yeah. artist,
0: well. <laughs> the last Van Halen album with David Lee Roth was the same thing. It was all songs that they had never properly recorded. And I remember a lot of fans were like, they didn't write new material. And I'm like, they wrote this material. So what's it matter? That's true.
1: Well, this thing, when OMD brought out that big, um, package, which I didn't know about at the time we did the episode was the, the greatest, it's the singles and then recommended by the way, to folks. in fact, I sent Murray, uh, my, my two discs of that, but, um, uh the the included in the package were a bunch of uh b-sides and outtakes and things like that and people on the omd facebook page are like oh are they gonna do another one of these discs and i'm like i highly doubt it i think with untitled track three we're pretty much near the bottom of the barrel (laughs) (laughs) we're really we've really scraped down and there are a couple of good things in it i mean that maybe should have lived on as b-sides but a lot of it's just them plinking around on the keyboard or just little piece or feels as Brian Wilson used to call them little feels. And I'm like, that's gotta be all they've got.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's rare that um, it's rare that a band has actual good stuff in, you know, in the vault that they haven't released. Um, I know Bruce Springsteen released uh, something called uh, tracks, uh, you know, many years ago. And uh that was pretty solid because I, I he's an artist I think that actually fully records these songs, then decides what's gonna be on the album or not on the album. So ah. that was uh that was a really good collection. And uh I know this isn't a popular, uh popular choice, but uh Bon Jovi also record uh released like a five disc set and called like one hundred million fans can't be wrong. And it had some amazing stuff on it that never made it to to records so um you know and then i've said this on my podcast many times but billy joel he's on record he's on record as saying yeah yeah we i wrote 10 songs we recorded 10 songs there's nothing in the vault folks
1: i i told people that at at trivia when i play billy joel like say my i I reference your show and say yeah my my friend on his podcast uh i learned that uh billy joel if he has an album coming out he writes
0: 10 songs sorted (laughs) i know but in some ways i'm like well, man, that's even more, that's almost more genius that you just know. I wrote 10 and I believe they're good. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if you're a Billy I don't know if you're a Billy Joel
1: fan or not. Well, the other thing I was going to tell you was after that episode, I realized I like I mean I liked Billy Joel just fine. I wasn't like even though I was more of a new wave daddy, he was one of the exceptions because I liked him in the 70s when I was starting to listen to music. So him and Paul McCartney and Wings and uh, Queen and the King 70 all they all got grandfathered in. I didn't stop liking those bands. Hall and Oates, I like them a lot too. And then I just started getting into the new wave of music, but I never said, "Oh, I don't like those bands anymore." And then when you guys did that episode, I'm like, oh, wow, I forgot how much I like uh, Billy Joel up until Uptown Girl. And then I'm like, eh, Uh, you know, that's kind of where it got – I guess it was a two-edged thing. You heard it all the time, and it just really wasn't as good as the uh, earlier stuff, I mean, at least not to me. But, But yeah, no, I like Billy Joel a lot. And uh, (laughs) unpopular opinion, two favorite Billy Joel songs, Pressure and Allentown. (laughs) And you guys are saying (laughs) people hate Nylon Curtain. I don't even mind the Vietnam song on that on that album.
0: No, I, did we say that? But I don't. I I like Nylon Curtain.
1: Oh, I think uh, the the he did it with was like he said that a lot of Billy Joel fans or people like Billy Joel aren't really keen on Nylon Curtain. I love Nylon Curtain.
0: Well, you know, music is uh, the music can um, bring you together, but it can also make you argue. <laughs> well,
1: that's a nice thing. That's especially when you can talk about a band you know, or an artist like that, like Springsteen or Billy Joel or the Stones mm-hmm. or the Kinks or the Beatles, that have such a vast catalog, like. My wife got me this magazine uh, for my birthday a couple of years ago. It was a Beach Boys uh, thing. It reviews every single album, and wow. I am the complete opposite of the opinion uh, just about of everything in it. Except we agree on Pet Sounds, of course, uh, and all summer long, and everything else. People are, they're like, "Oh well, uh, Carl and the Passions isn't that? It's a really weak album." And I listened to it a couple uh, weeks ago. And I'm like. I really like this album. And then Love You, which came out in 77, they're like, oh, this is groundbreaking. It's all since, which should be right in
0: my basket. I hate that album. <laughs> it's that's horrible. Uh, that's, I can't even that's, listen to it. Yeah. That's what's funny. Like, people will be like, uh, you know, I, I I can't, I'm not going to name any band in particular. Just in general, like, people go, ugh, that's one of their worst albums. And I'll be like, that's one of my favorite ones by know. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's, it's, it's wild. It is really crazy.
1: Yep. Even in the OMB community, uh, like I explained on the episode, the um, although a lot of the American fans will probably agree with this, um, everyone likes Architecture Morality as, as their best album. But then from there, it's kind of divided between the British and the Americans. And we Americans like Crush a lot because that's where we've kind of came on board. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the British are still, no, no, it's uh, Architecture Morality, then maybe it, it's, it's, it's fashionable to like Dazzle Ships a lot. But, um, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's crazy and it's, it's fun. I would just like to have a life where I sit in a cafe in New Orleans drinking, um, uh, cafe au lait and discussing music with people <laughs> to be my life. <laughs> that
0: feels that, that actually feels like what my life is.
1: <laughs> I know. Right, man. Uh-huh. They're saying uh, I was talking to one of the people at one of my jobs that I still have uh, the food job, and uh, she was saying, "Well, from what they're saying is, people will think will feel like things are back to normal, even though things may start opening up sooner. It'll be like mid July." So, Uh,
0: um, yeah, I uh, I got. Do you know who Eddie Trunk is? I've heard the name. Okay, he's a he's he's pretty famous DJ in uh from out of New York he uh he leans towards the hard rock and heavy metal sound only but um he blocked me on twitter uh last week (laughs) because he was saying uh why are bands releasing new music right now it's so i saw that yeah and i like totally disagree with that because we can get new music in our homes we don't have to leave the house you have to leave the house to you know to go to a movie or whatnot but music we need music right now and that was my argument and he's like well you where are they going to promote it they can't go on talk shows they can't go on radio stations I was like they can go on podcasts they can do I said Melissa Etheridge is doing a live stream concert every day on Facebook you can go on YouTube there's a million places to promote music and then the reason he blocked me PF is because because I wasn't name calling I wasn't I was just saying you know hey this I did say like that's I said we're the exact same age eddie and and that is really an antiquated way of thinking you gotta you gotta be more forward thinking so then people start commenting and i was like oh (laughs) no because i thought it was going to be all his crazy fans right But, but everyone and these weren't my followers either everyone was agreeing with me they're like yeah, Eddie, what are you talking about? We 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 need the music right now. We need something and 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 then after like 20 people were just on my side, he blocked me to make it all go away. And I'm wow. like, "Okay, that's weak." Wow. But um but yeah, how do you feel about that? I mean, uh, look, I'm a I'm a huge Pretenders fan. If their new album dropped digitally only today, I would still buy it in July when it came out physically yeah. because I just still like to hold my music in my hand. Yes.
1: Um, it's funny you should say that. We cleaned out the basement uh, as a Saturday project last uh, week. And uh, my wife had wanted me to get rid of my CDs a long time ago. And I thought, well, you know, I do have them in my iTunes. But I started thinking, you know what? I did get rid of all my compilation CDs and I digitized all those. Okay. But a lot of albums I'm going to keep when it gets like, some
0: I'll get rid of. But yeah, I, need, I need to, because stuff goes away, kids. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I always... Like people are like, well, just back it up. And I'm like, you know what? That, that hard CD, Mm -hmm. that's my backup. That's yeah, exactly. That's my, that's my no fail backup. And I've Mm -hmm. lost my, uh, I've lost my iTunes, um, library before. And it was, uh, it was, it was kind of devastating, but the, uh, the rock solid community did come through. They'd be like, what do you need? I'm like, well, I lost all my, I'm just, I'm just randomly saying I lost all my Led Zeppelin up. I here it is, you know? Yeah. And then I had to lo- I had to load in, st- you know, so 100 yeah, yes. CDs. I had to load them back in. It was just but so now I have like a double backup system and everything, but I mean, look, that I mean, look, I I'm talking about something that is is not a a problem in the world at all. I'm just saying yeah, yeah. I uh, I'm rec- I'm right now I'm in my office where all the CDs are on shelves mm-hmm. and I I just uh I just love looking around and and seeing them. You know what I mean? It's weird.
1: Yeah, it's, I've rediscovered that too because well, one of the cars I still drive my old '99 Camry, and the only thing that still works in it is the uh, the CD player works and the radio works, but the radio's yeah. rubbish. So, um, so yeah, I, I've had pulled out some of my CDs and been listening to those because uh, I'm trying to use that car to save the newer car to keep miles off that. Although now it's a moot point because none of the cars are going anywhere, obviously. But,
0: right. So it's it's
1: uh, good on that point. Yep. Yeah, it's been very hard to find new music. I've been trying to – I didn't realize the Strokes had something new out. They're going to be the song of the week for this episode. Oh, Uh, Yeah, yeah. So I'm anxious to uh, dive into that. But, yeah, there's been um, – I've been reluctant to buy music because, of course, um, you know my income has been cut uh, rather severely. So, uh, you know, trying to save money and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I know the people that enjoy their Spotify and their streaming services could certainly use some new music, but um, Mm – Yeah, yeah, and like you said, a lot of people, uh, Lights, Rex Orange County, uh, they're all doing these, you know, uh, little mini concerts, little mini acoustic concerts, uh, on the internet, and like that's that's a fantastic way to promote your new tunes.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's it, it is. I agree. It's amazing. It's fantastic, and uh, I always think now of um, Napster and what a big deal Napster was. And yes, and, and I, dude, I mean, the rock solid community we file share all the time. Yeah. And here's the deal: if someone says, "Have you ever heard this band?" and they send it to me, and I love it, then I go buy music by that band. Yeah, I do too. You know what I mean? It's um, uh, Rock Solid is, continues to be on Spotify when a lot of a lot of music podcasts have been pulled off Spotify. So I'm also knocking wood. But I, those shows were playing full songs and i was gonna you know. say you're still within
1: fair use uh, parameters gotcha. and i always tell my oh. students when i teach podcasting I go, I go by the pat francis rule if <laughs> itunes can play 90 seconds of it i can play 90 seconds of it but gotcha. i don't play any when i do the song of the week i don't play the whole song unless i've actually talked to the artist uh on some if they have like been on the show and it's gonna play the whole song they'll be yeah go for it but if not the you're only going to hear 90 seconds of the strokes new song folks you have to go hear the whole thing somewhere else yeah. um and,
0: and so again that, uh I've said this many times on my show, but I find the majority of the emails I receive from people who listen are telling me, you know, dude, you're costing me a lot of money with all the music I've been buying. So, I mean, I'm not not making money from the music. The podcast is free. It always has been. I'm promoting the music and hopefully putting, you know, some pennies in in the artist's uh, bank account.
1: You know what I've got to figure out, and I don't know if anyone has the answer to this question, because no one has been able to answer this for me, is like on Spotify, people get paid per spin. But is it paid per unique spin, or is it just paid per spin? In other words, could I put on Crushed by OMD on repeat, and they'd make money because I would play it like 10 times a day, even though I wasn't in the room listening to it. Or once that one device listens to it, that's it. They get their penny for that, and it's thank you very much.
0: Now that is that is a very interesting question because uh, like I wonder if if you play it on the loop if it just counts as one. But if you like you played it, then played another song, then went back well, to it. If that counts, you know what I'm saying. But uh, yeah, well the other yeah, reason is, I, wonder. If, I was in a, if I was in a band, then I'd have every family member exactly, yeah, play on a loop. But, I do uh, it a fan. <laughs> to make the money because they're getting robbed
1: blind. They're getting like a, a fraction of a penny per song which is nuts um the other reason i wanted to know is because over in the uk the chart used to be sales alone it wasn't like in the us where there was kind of monkey business or oh, sales right. and radio airplay and that like casey casey used to explain to us every week yeah. and i'm like what the hell does that mean in the uk it was sales and sales alone and that was the end of it and of course there was controversy that they would accuse record companies of going and buying back records from the record store and that would count right. but anyway a couple of years ago, they changed it, and now streaming counts, which is complete nonsense. And I'm yeah. wondering, well, if it counts per stream, you could you could literally get a bunch of people together, a fan club, and artificially inflate a song's play and get it right up the
0: chart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, um, I, I always wonder, like the like think of think of like the biggest artists right now, the Stones or McCartney or U2 or a, anyone that's a mega 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 star. I don't even know why they would even want to be on a label anymore. If Paul McCartney oh, yeah. if Paul McCartney just said, My new album's only going to be available for purchase on my website,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, wouldn't wouldn't they make wouldn't he make so much more money than to split it up between agents and managers and labels and everything? You know, I think
1: that's probably why Taylor Swift did so well when she did, because her fan base was at a time when phones still weren't really in every kid's hand. So yeah. if a kid, 12, 13, 14, could have wanted to listen to the Taylor Swift album, she, you had to have the CD. Yeah, you had to buy it. Yeah, interesting. And I think you're right. Yeah, a big artists you know, like the Kinks and McCartney and the Stones could just say, it's available on the website, download it for
0: eight, buy it for 12, sort of. Yep, yep. done deal. Yeah. I mean, uh, and they would sell, they would sell the exact same amount of albums as they do at retail, because there isn't really retail. I mean, I mean, Target carries minimal CDs, only new releases. Same with, same with Best Buy, if they even carry anything anymore. I mean, I have to get most of my physical CDs and vinyl through, uh, through Amazon. Yeah. Same. It's so funny. Like my mom always says, Amazon's putting everyone out of business. I'm like, well, Amazon's not telling, target not to carry cds you know what i mean yeah and um, I'd, I'd much rather go buy it that day and get it
1: and because first of all amazon as a doesn't really understand it's like that it's like diego montero and uh, princess bride a movie by the way that does not make me laugh as much as other people but um no, the, hey, next day I'm, shipping with, i'm right with you on that movie yeah uh, but anyway, they, next day shipping, they keep using that word. I don't know what it means because I'll order it. I'll be like, oh, great. I'll have it tomorrow. Your order will arrive Friday. I'm like, that's not even the next next day.
0: <laughs> what are you, right. I have Prime. What are you talking about? Hey, so. whenever that happens, if you just email them and say, hey, I have Prime and this isn't arriving when it should – They'll like they'll like credit you. They'll do, they'll do all kinds of stuff.
1: Yeah, your nephew tweeted that to me, uh, and we did that, and we got an extra month out of them. So yeah, I, I get it. But still, it's I'd rather buy it, you know, physically. Right. And it's, it's, it, what's more fun than going to the record store, buying it, and popping it right into the CD player on the way home?
0: Well, and I, I like to go. Uh, I like to go to Target when they do have new releases because a lot of the Target releases have like two or three extra tracks on them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I'm all over that.
1: Yeah, that's a good uh, a good thing that, that they do, although it's never for an artist that I'm particularly interested. In. Although I think some of Lizzie's uh some of the bands she likes and artists she likes have uh have have done that. So oh,
0: yeah, uh, absolutely I'm sure the 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 young people's music. It's either it's either it's either young pe it's either like uh you know, someone that's you know, you know, Camilla Cabello, you know, yeah. someone young or James Taylor. There's like yeah. anything in between. It's like, nope.
1: well, the funny thing about my Liza is that um she likes she like she listens to a lot of co- what I would say is contemporary music. That's the bulk of what back when we did the omd episode, i, I told you guys she went to uh, there was a uh, miniature golf course five miles from her, uh, Studio City, where her favorite band made a music video so her and her sister went and took pictures all over the place even though they later learned they weren't allowed to, he had to pay it to again. They just walked <laughs> in and started taking pictures. But anyway, she's listening to mostly, but her um, uh, favorite 80s, 70s band uh, slash 80s, The Clash, followed by Stray Cats, uh, loves the Beach Boys. Um, and, the, and the night was her favorite 90s, a Weezer, big, big Weezer fan. And then she likes a lot of, you know, stuff that she should like in her, her age. So, and same thing with Hannah, working at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She's, you know, Again, likes a lot of contemporary music, but still has a good working knowledge of um, of the past. And it's harder for those guys because when you and I were young, we only had, what, 20 years of rock and roll to catch up on. Right, exactly. They've got now, like they've got like 40 years to catch up. So.
0: so the Stray Cats is um one of her bands?
1: Oh, Liza loves Stray Cats. Yeah, we went and saw them uh, in Dayton, and uh, she got to photograph it for, for Pop Culture Beast, as a matter of fact. Oh, um, cool. I did the review. She took the pictures, and uh, yeah, she loved it.
0: Well, I've um obviously I won't have any um in person musical guests until this thing is over and done with. But um I uh I message back and forth with Slim Jim Phantom a lot. And if I, remember I, ever, that. If I ever get him on the show, I will make sure to get her uh something signed.
1: Oh cool. Yeah. She she sure. bought Built for Speed at a flea market uh for ten. But the guy was nice to her. He he wanted like fifteen or twenty for it. It's an original Built for Speed on EMI. And uh, he gave it to her for ten, so she was thrilled.
0: Was uh, it an LP, LP or CD? Uh, yeah,
1: uh, um, vinyl. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So got a lot are,
0: of you a vi- are
1: you a vinyl guy?
0: Do you have a turntable?
1: I do, and uh, I I have one of Lizzie's old ones only because there's some stuff and uh, a couple of crates I'm looking at here in the basement that are not on CD that I have not digitized. But when as soon as I got it on CD, I sold the vinyl years ago, and uh, I'm like you and I quote you a lot. It's just the, the most inconvenient <laughs> form of listening to music. Let me put this album on and go. Then I'm going to when the first six songs are done. Get up, walk across the room, and turn it
0: over. And now. and I have a I have a, um and look I I I got a turntable for free from a company because I said we do vinyl episodes sometimes and we my podcast needs a new turntable and I'll mention you on the show and the guys and they sent me one. It's a gorgeous turntable but it doesn't have it doesn't have an auto return arm like (laughs) when i had a turntable of my youth yeah and so if i'm washing the dishes and not paying attention all of a sudden i'm like oh the music stopped and then you go and then and the stylus is on the label you know (laughs) 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 that's that's terrible you know what i mean
1: yeah well our family
0: room is um... have to be right on it yeah.
1: Well, our family room is like mid-century modern themed. And so I took Liza's old turntable and I had it sitting on the fireplace and she bought me a, a Beach Boys vinyl for uh, my birthday last year, which is really cool. And nice. so I'll put it on there just more of as a, a decorative conversation piece. And I'll, when she was out record shopping once, I found Dare by Human League for two bucks. And I'm like, even though I have this on CD and in my iTunes, like this will be fun. So I bought that and I put that on there sometimes. But it's, it's more of a novelty. It's not a serious uh, music listening experience.
0: Yeah, same here. And what I'm doing is, um, I'm lo- I, I'm I'm going through my CDs and I'm like, okay, what's my favorite album by this band? Like, let's say it's Billy Joel. My favorite mm-hmm. Billy Joel album is Glass Houses. There you so go. Then I I I would I was continuing to look for a a brand new copy of Glass Houses on vinyl, and then I found one, and I'm like, well, that that's that fills my Billy Joel slot. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I'm yeah. Sure- I, I'm big on finding uh, old stuff that's but that's still sealed. Yeah. Like oh, I yeah, thought, yeah. I found the Kinks give the people what they want for like seven oh, bucks. Was still sealed. Had the hype sticker on it. So I'm like, wow. This is this is a no brainer. This one, one of my favorite albums. Yeah. So because uh, I I I don't want to. I mean, I don't want to clean an album. I don't want to do all that <laughs> right. stuff. You know what I mean? I don't want to go. Oh, this looks pretty good because even brand new stuff i have even stuff that's like been re-released 180 gram vinyl you know sometimes i drop that needle and you it's popping and crackling it's just i don't know it's uh it's a whole thing that i'm once cd's hit i was like this is incredible yeah. you know what i mean i can hear the whole album start to finish no flipping you know all that all that stuff so i'm still cds over vinyl uh the vinyl is is interesting and it's cool to look at the big graphics and stuff and yes definitely and they are doing some stuff to make it worthwhile like uh the other day uh, like two weeks ago on amazon i found uh pete townsend's empty glass album uh you know re-released 180 gram vinyl all original physical elements and then it was on like uh the vinyl itself was clear, and it was like fourteen bucks. So I'm like, yeah, I'll buy that.
1: Uh, so. I don't know if you know uh, a, a comedian. For, he's originally from Detroit, but he spent a lot of time in the Chicago scene. Tim Slagle.
0: Oh yeah, I knew who Tim Sl- Slagle is. Yeah, I I oh, yeah. remember him. He wouldn't remember me, but
1: yeah, yeah, he uh, libertarian, conservative, completely yeah. wrong about everything. But I love him to death because he's on. He comes on the show once a year when he does his Minneapolis dates, and uh, but we usually end up talking about music. And he was saying how he um, was enjoying the, va- the new Vampire Weekend album, but he got a CD of it because he bought, I think, well, we bought tickets, so we got uh, the CD for free, which I guess is how he got it. And he was, said, I was listening to in my car, and he was like, oh my god, this sounds so much better than the digital version. So he went out and bought all the physical CDs of Vampire Weekend because they just sound so much better yeah. than the yeah uh, 128 kilobyte MP3. So. Yeah,
0: it's true. It's true. Um, yeah, we have so many, con- we have concert tickets that I – I, you know, because of Pop Culture Beast, I do not buy concert tickets unless it's something that I, I can't get free tickets to. Exactly. So we have, we have Billie Eilish tickets for April, and that's been postponed. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I have Go-Go's tickets for the end of June. I don't know yep. if that will happen. We have Harry Styles tickets for September. I hope that's going to happen. Mm. So uh, – yeah, it's funny when you buy tickets like Harry Styles, every ticket you bought, you got a, a CD copy of his album, Fine Line. So we got three copies of that right yeah, now,
1: have, now. Same thing with Vampire Weekend. We all have a, so I have a copy in each car, and it's it's an emergency in case like the if we can't stream music or whatever, you can probably right. pop that in. So.
0: <laughs> well, my three copies we will be uh, giving away as a, oh, a you rock solid. I, you know, I loaded it into my iTunes, sure. and it's a fantastic yeah. album.
1: Yeah, I was uh, Liza's into that one too. I like the um the previous one a lot. Uh, I have to really revisit this new one. I've heard a couple of tracks that she's played on the way to school. We were still doing that, so I will have to check that out. But um, uh,
0: see, I, I did not hear the previous one because Rita was when that came out, she was just you know maybe a year or two not interested in Harry Styles. Ah, so now I have now I have to go back and listen to that one because um because I enjoy this one so much oh there you go well cool man i gotta get to my other job while i still
1: have it um but man i could do this all day usually i only talk to people for about 20 minutes and um this, this could have gone on and on forever uh, but uh <laughs> do the, do all the plugs people can find rock solid wherever they find podcasts obviously
0: um yeah rock solid uh you can go to rocksolidpodcast.com to find out everything you need to know about the podcast uh the episodes t-shirts patreon twitter link Uh, we are at rock solid show on Twitter and I am at Pat underscore Francis, uh, rock solid podcast is going into its 10th season. Um, all my musical guests are in person face to face with me, no matter who it is, whether it's Sammy Hagar or Steve Lukather or Melissa Etheridge or Sean Cassidy. And this week's episode, we feature Leif Garrett and, um, Nancy Wilson from Heart. All my guests are in person. Uh, I don't do Skype and I don't do Twitter because I I, I want to meet these people. And yep. uh, although this this interview went well because PF and I both know how to navigate a Skype interview, but yep. when you're talking to an artist that doesn't know you and doesn't you know doesn't has never done a Skype interview before, it's a little clunky in my opinion. And you. And I like to see the person's face when I'm asking them the question, so I know exactly how they're feeling. Like, am I crossing a line? Are they enjoying yeah. me? Do they like me? Are they not digging this right now? How do I get them back? So for me, that's that's the way to do it. And luckily, I live in Southern California, I, was I say actually, yeah, that, that's a big help. <laughs> that's a very big help. If you lived Unless. in Nashville, if you lived in Nashville, that would be a great place. If you lived in New yeah. York, that would be a great place. And uh, and I you know, and I understand I'm fortunate that way geographically. Just but, don't ask uh, anybody
1: to, to come to the valley, all right? That's
0: that's <laughs> don't do not <laughs> ask Fee Wave Bill to come to the valley and I won't swear because no. we haven't swore yet. So no. uh, but yeah, he did uh, but do but then mean. the upside of that is I've been to Fee Webel's house. Stuart Copeland's Stuart Copeland's house. He was Martha on Stuart
1: Wars. He judged a he, he evaluated a uh, drum kit the one guy found.
0: My God, she's so great, and I've yeah. been to Martha and I've been to Martha Quinn's house. That's right. I'll, I'll go to anyone's house. There you go. <laughs> well, great, man. We'll hang in there
1: in Southern California, and uh, this will drop Sunday if uh, if you have a notion to, to listen back to it or want to promote it or anything like that. And uh, I, you send me a link, and I, I will promote. You. Sounds good, brother. All right. Well, uh, hopefully, see you again in person out in Southern California sometime.
0: For sure. Thank you, P.F. Right. Thanks, man. Bye. Bye. Watching girls
1: Thanks again to Pat Francis for being on the show. You can find Rock Solid. Just Google Rock Solid Podcast, and it should turn up. Uh, I guess there's another, there's a religious podcast now called Rock Solid that started in January, and Pat tweeted to them, hey, you might want to find a new name for your podcast. We've been using that for 10 years. Anyway, so... Um, Rock Solid Podcast, all the places you get podcasts. And you can uh, pat underscore Francis on Twitter. You can follow him on Twitter. He's pretty active there. And, uh, yeah, that's it. I've kept you long enough. Uh, Hopefully you enjoyed this week's episode. Oh, and our song of the week. I didn't realize Strokes had a new one. And uh, Strokes' new one is a bit of a different one. It still sounds like the Strokes, but uh, how would I describe this? It's got kind of a... A, a new wave western twang to it, if you will. You'll see what I mean when it starts up. But I really like this track a lot. This might be one of my favorite songs of the year so far. This is The Strokes of our song of the week on PF State Recorder, Bad Decisions. PF State Recorder, so long, and thanks for listening.